This is Michelle Gibbs. My husband Mike and I have been married for 16 years and we live in Idaho with our five children. The oldest is 14 and the youngest is one year old. I love studying the scriptures and preparing for this podcast every week really helps me to have more inspiration and revelation for my own life and also for my family. Join me each week as I share some of the thoughts that I have as I study the scriptures using the Come Follow Me course by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This week we're studying 3rd Nephi, chapters 1 through 7, talking about the Nephites at the time that the signs were given for the birth of Jesus Christ and how incredible those things were and for a time it made a big difference in the lives of the people at that time they knew that the prophets had been telling the truth about the coming of Jesus Christ and they repented and changed their lives because of it but the amazing part to me was how quickly they forgot about those things in 3rd Nephi chapter 2 verse 1 it says and it came to pass that thus passed away the ninety and fifth year also, and the people began to forget those signs and wonders which they had heard, and began to be less and less astonished at a sign or a wonder from heaven, insomuch that they began to be hard in their hearts and blind in their minds, and began to disbelieve all which they had heard and seen. And I was thinking about some of the signs that they were given at the time for instance a day and a night and a day with with light no darkness when the night came and how incredible that would have been and and my first thought was how could these people forget such an incredible sign how could you forget that and it just reminded me of an experience that we had a few years back when we witnessed the eclipse it was incredible we had so much anticipation leading up to this awesome event because we happened to live in a place where it was going to be totally visible and so we were going to get the full effect and we were so excited and we actually had uh, my husband some of his family came up to stay with us and we watched it together with cousins and it was just so fun and i remember we we bought special glasses to wear so that no one would hurt their eyes and we planned fun food and activities and then the event actually came and the eclipse came and it was just beyond what I can describe it was such a neat experience and the feelings of just awe and it was just so cool and I thought we are never for gonna forget this and the next time there's an eclipse wherever it is we're gonna travel and do what it takes to get there so that we can be a part of this eclipse again because it was that incredible and then we went on with our daily life and over time it was forgotten in fact when I was reading reading in the scriptures this week it reminded me of that and I thought oh yeah that eclipse was really cool and those feelings of just how incredible it was they've diminished over the last few years and it still is it still was incredible but I don't remember that very often anymore and it made me think about this experience that the Nephites were having at this time that it really was an incredible thing they saw too but over time sometimes we just forget those feelings if it's not something that we remember daily or re-experience and I think 
that is why Heavenly Father has us renew our our baptismal covenants every week as we partake of the sacrament because that is a great experience for us but it's something there again that I think naturally over time we forget and so Heavenly Father wants us to remember and so he allows us that opportunity every week to remember and to make that a part of our lives still even though some of us were baptized a long time ago others more recently so the Nephites start becoming wicked again and in 3rd Nephi chapter 6 verse 15 it says now the cause of this iniquity of the people was this Satan had great power under the stirring up of the people to do all manner of iniquity and to the puffing them up with pride tempting them to seek for power and authority and riches and the vain things of the world now this is verse 18 now they did not sin ignorantly for they knew the will of God concerning them, for it had been taught unto them. Therefore, they did willfully rebel against God. And in chapter 7, verse 5, it says, And all this iniquity had come upon the people because they did yield themselves unto the power of Satan. And I think that's the important, well, it's all, there's so many important points, but one thing that stood out to me is Satan has power when we allow him to. When we yield ourselves unto that power, that's when his power grows and he has power in our lives to do things. It's when we give it to him. And when we forget about Jesus Christ, then we allow room for Satan and temptations to enter our lives. And I was reading a talk this week by Elder Maines of the president. He... Um, from the presidency of the 70s, sorry, and he gave a talk in October 2015, and it was called The Joy of Living a Christ-Centered Life. And the one thing that I really noticed that he wrote about was talking about having Christ, centering our lives in Christ. And he, I'm sorry, I'm feeling a little lost with my notes. Here we go. <laughs> it, it really went along to me with um, being joyful. And he says, the joy we experience in this life will be in direct proportion to how well our lives are centered on the teaching, example, and atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And we can find true joy today in living a Christ-centered life. And as we find that joy and center our lives in Christ, then we don't leave room for that iniquity and for Satan to have power over us. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 64, verse 33, it says, Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. And that scripture we've been really pondering in our family this week, and it's really touched me because sometimes the day-to-day -day grind can be weary and we can get tired of doing it or it just feels mundane but to remember that that's the foundation of a great work and it's going to produce something great through Heavenly Father and it's been helpful to me to have that perspective this week to remember to be joyful even in our busy lives and we really do find that joy as we center our lives in Christ. And going back to the talk by Elder Maines, he talked about doing just that. And I really liked the wording that he gave because what he said is centering our lives in Christ. And 
often when I've thought about this in the past, it's been putting Christ as the center of our lives. And so noticing that key difference, instead of putting him at the center of my life, I'm centering my life in him. And I think living a Christ-centered life means that we learn about Jesus Christ and his gospel, and then we follow his example, and we keep his commandments with exactness. And that's something that Elder Maines talks about. I asked my husband about this, the difference between Christ in our center and us being centered in him. And he said it put him to mind of put, allowing Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, having their will be what we want instead of trying to put our will on Heavenly Father. I probably said that poorly. He said it much more eloquently than I did, but just remembering to seek Heavenly Father's will and and to do those things that Jesus Christ set an example for us instead of the other way around. And the one thing that it made me think about as I thought about centering my life in Christ is just that that implies a completeness of my whole life. When I think about putting Jesus Christ in the center or anything in the center of something, it means there's all these other things and then just in the middle is the focal point and so we put something important there and that is a good thing. But as we think about putting our lives in Christ, that means that everything I do, everything I have, everything I am, I commit to that to being like my Savior, Jesus Christ. And it that means that Jesus Christ affects every aspect of my life, not just the center and the most important part, but all of it, even the little things. And I just think it's the difference between setting aside a part of my life for those things that are most important and dedicating my life to Jesus Christ, to the gospel, and to my Heavenly Father. And neither one is wrong to say for my own my whole life up to this point, I thought about putting Christ at the center of my life. So it's not a bad thing, but it's just this week, as I thought about it differently, it reminded me that by doing that, what I really want to do is consecrate my time and my talents and everything, everything of my life to my Savior Jesus Christ, to the gospel, and to the plan of our Heavenly Father. And that is how we find joy. And sometimes it doesn't seem like that's going to bring us joy. And I especially find that as I have discussions with my teenagers. The world tells us so many other things will make us happy. And it's so easy to believe. So easy to believe because people seem happy doing those things. But we know from the scriptures that it's not true. We know that true joy and happiness come through Jesus Christ and through living the gospel. And that's really a a lot of what I've gotten out of this this week as I've studied about the righteousness and wickedness of the Nephites and Lamanites at this time is the times that they felt pure joy was when they were obeying the commandments of Heavenly Father. So next week we are studying 3 Nephi chapters 8 through 11. Have a great week.